Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life, and we're back after a couple months of being off for the summer, Yes, and uh, we're ready to resume our weekly podcast on marriage and family in the Christian life. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, summer was great. Summer, a break, you know, for everyone, but... It's nice to be back in the chairs. That's right. That's right. We're back in the chairs, back in the saddle, if you will. And we're here to talk about uh, marriage issues. And we've got an archive of, I don't know, maybe a hundred episodes from the last couple of years of doing the podcast. I think we just, we started in February of 2019. Wow. And so we've got Uh, just kind of a good base of resources there. If you're new to the podcast, you can always go back and listen to any of those of us, you know, way back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, When we're just young. We're so young. We didn't even know what we we were talking about back then. (laughs) Now there's so much wisdom. (laughs) So much more wisdom in the future upcoming episodes. There you go. But today our our topic is uh, the fundamentals of communication. Yes. We, we want to address just this, the, the, the basics, the essential mm-hmm. components um, of this thing that we do every day right. in a marriage. Right. We're not going to address all the fundamentals. There's, I think there's a lot, but we, on Thursday night at Thrive, we talked about this and I gave an illustration at the end of my short sermon where I actually had, Bethany, mm-hmm. I had you join me on the stage yeah. and this was a surprise to you. I had no idea. I, I don't yeah. know if I said that to everybody or not, but I said, Bethany, come up here and then I need some props. <laughs> and so I meant to grab like soft objects. Like we have these soft snowballs that Right. That like somehow float around the office. I was going to grab those and bring them, but I was like, oh man, I forgot the snowballs. So I looked at the table in the front row and I said, hey, you know, throw me some pens and some like plastic knives and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so they did. And you got up to the front and Mm -hmm. I I wanted to do this kind of visual to depict the communication process as a back and forth process. And so I would throw you the objects, you know, the knives. Yeah. I'm glad you picked (laughs) knives. That was, that was good. Yeah. (laughs) I would throw you the objects, you'd catch them and then you'd throw them back. Right. And so we went back and forth, back and forth a couple of times on the stage. And then I proceeded to just kind of off the cuff, do some, uh, other things, you know? So I think first I threw four pens at yeah. one time. Yes. And of course you only caught one or two, which, you know, props for that, but wow. yeah. you dropped the others. Right. And so that was like meaningful, like, okay, what does, what does that mean in communication? How do we do that? We'll explore it. A few other things. What else did I do for like to illustrate bad communication? Yeah. I remember you laid down on the stage. That was <laughs> memorable. <laughs> Take, took a little nap. I said, hold on, hold on. Hold I'm, on. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Okay, now, now try to throw me one. <laughs> I need a quiet air. Yeah. Um, I threw one like a mile over your head. Right. No way for you to catch no it. Chance. You know, one, I wasn't even looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's just a lot of ways, I, I think, to uh, depict the different problems right. in communication. Each one of those visuals has a story behind it and um, perhaps a lot of examples in relationship of the way you communicate poorly. Yeah. If the goal is I'm going to throw it when you're looking, when you're focused so that you catch it, I'm going to wait for you to catch it. You're going to then catch it and then throw it back to me. Right. That That's a picture of a good back and forth exchange, which is what we want to go for. Yeah, right. Definitely easy to fall into some of the other pitfalls, but the goal would be we're both focused. We're both listening. We're both engaging in the conversation and we're really trying to understand the other person 
and be understood as well and move forward with a problem being solved or resolution to the situation, not just hear me, hear me, or, you know, I just want to talk at you or what, whatever. Lo- lots of th- ways it can go wrong. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those yeah. specifics yeah. and try to come up with solutions uh, as we go. Okay. So the first, we mentioned, you know, I threw four pens at one time. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think, a, a good depiction of what happens when we just try to cover too much in one conversation. Yes. You've got, you know, too many topics, too many different things that right. you kind of vomit out all at one time. Yes. By you, I don't just I was mean say, you. Are you meaning you as in the person uh, you're looking at? I mean, I don't usually do this, <laughs> but I'm it's not beyond me. I could. I yeah. totally could. Yeah, it's definitely more of a me yeah, thing for sure. Yeah, it's just here's mm. the way my brain works. So so everyone knows, you know, I know I've explained this to you, but Tell the people. there's all kinds of things just shoop, 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 like firing in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm here. And then that makes me think about this other thing that yeah. happened. And then now all of a sudden, oh, my mom was talking about this. And then, mm-hmm. oh, remember the kids. And it's like I could ping pong my way. I'm like mm-hmm. a ping pong mm-hmm. ball in there from one subject to the next. And I mean, I can remember many times where your face is just kind of blank and you're like, did you change subjects? You know, it's like, <laughs> wait, where did we go? Yeah. I, I had something to say about the last subject. And mm-hmm. it's it's true. It's it's something I've had to try to work on throughout the years. And it makes sense that you need to be able to track with me on the subject, what I'm talking about, where we're going with this, mm-hmm. bef- and wrap it up before we go on to just a brand new idea, topic, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I need to keep up with what you're saying. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, keep up, sweetie. I, I can't be so lazy in my listening where it's like, right. hold on, slow it way down, you know, right. go back. I, I need to try to keep up, but I think if if you really are looking for a response, yeah, if you really are intending for this to be a conversation where we go back and forth, well, mm-hmm. then you've got to leave some room and you've got to listen to what I have to say in response to what you said. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to just talk at you <laughs> and unload all my problems yeah. from the day? Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> You're just so a sounding board? That, I just, here you go, here you go. Here's another pen, another pen, another pen. Exactly. That's the rapid fire. I'm going to throw it at you, you know, yeah. so fast that you're not able to just continue to catch them. Right. So that's another aspect of this. Right. Yeah. So I think that's one way to go wrong. And really the, the solution there, it's just kind of discipline and communication yes. and caring enough to hear what the other person has to say and right. recognizing this is a two way street. Mm-hmm. You know, this I'm not just looking for a dartboard, you know, uh, uh, someone to listen, an object to talk at. I'm right. looking for another human being to have a conversation with. And right. that's really what you have in a marriage. You don't just have a listening partner. Yeah. You have a conversation partner. Yeah, because if we didn't want them to listen and really be engaged with what we're saying, they could just kind of be mumbling, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, and yeah. that's all we really need. We just, yeah. we could, you know, we don't need someone actually interacting. They're just, just listen to me. I got to spew out all my ideas, and we yep. don't want that. Yep. So. Okay. Another communication problem is when someone throws a pen. You know, mm-hmm. so the illustration here. You throw the pen, but the person doesn't catch it. They drop it. Yeah. This actually happened. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I played it cool, but I really did drop one of your throws on accident during yeah. during the live <laughs> during the live illustration, and I didn't even think that that would be a good illustration. But when I dropped it, I was like, "Oh, see, sometimes that happens, and you just right. have to throw it again." Right. And I think that's totally true. Where sometimes you say something, and the other person just doesn't get it. They don't catch it. They don't hear it. They, right. You know, they don't understand it. Whatever, and. You have to throw it again. You have to say it again. Um, you can't just move on if you really do want this to be a conversation that's back and forth. You've got to make sure 
the person is with you. Right. And sometimes it's just, you know what? I just, I or, or you, we, we just didn't explain it very well. Sometimes we're like, wait, let me back it up here. Because your face, your body language, even your response is telling me, you know, you drop the pen. You, you don't know what I'm talking about. You're not with me. You're not mm-hmm. tracking. Mm-hmm. And I really want you tracking. I really want us on the same page. And so sometimes I have to almost like, rewind, redo, or try to explain it in a different way and make sure we're on the same page so we can both get it. Because it's not going to be helpful for me to just steamroll past it or, mm-hmm. oh, you don't get it, like just even to be frustrated. Yeah. Um, even the way we talk, we just, you and I, we talk differently. Yeah. I use different words, a little more extreme in the language. Quantities are different. Quantity is different. <laughs> Volume is yeah. different. There's a lot of differences. <laughs> Hand motions. Yeah. Yep, the list yep, goes yep, on. Yep, but yep, yep. but I, I do want you to catch the pen. I want you to mm-hmm. get what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And if I feel a sense or if your face or if even if you're like, I don't really know what you're talking about, sweetie, which you will say sometimes, I don't really know what you're talking about. I want to make sure I can just try again. Just don't get frustrated. Yeah. Just just explain it again. Yeah. And another subset of this, uh, and this was intentional by mm-hmm. me, I threw it a mile over your head. Like right. there, So you didn't catch it. You didn't catch that pen. Yeah, there's no way. In the same way that I, I didn't catch the one that you threw, even though it was a good throw. Um, but there's a subset in the sense that I, I can say something that goes so far over your head, or you know, because I'm in my own world or mm-hmm. I'm just not explaining it clearly or whatever it may be. And that's that doesn't mean I just get to move on. Like, well, she's just not getting it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a lost oh, cause. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. yeah, right. So you got to go back and try again. And sometimes it takes a couple of attempts. Sometimes it takes stepping away and coming back to it. Sometimes it means, you know, we just need to get into a little bit different scenario here. Kids are around, you know, or yeah. there's some distractions. Let's let's table this for a little bit later, yeah. you know. And I guess in my instance of throwing it a mile over your head, I, I need to try again because I need to do a better throw. Like, yeah. that was that was a bad throw. That was bad communication. Right. You know, like I was not being clear. Right. There was no way for you to understand that. Yeah. So I think that can happen. Okay. So another example here is um, I told you, hey, Bethany, throw me a pen. Mm -hmm. But while you did that, I turned and faced the other direction. Mm -hmm. I wasn't looking. You know, perhaps I I could have pulled out my phone and been scrolling through, you know, my emails and you threw the pen and it hit me in the shoulder and I didn't realize until it was too late. Yeah. So I think that's indicative of another kind of bad communication where the listener is distracted. Yes. Yes, for sure. I think this, I feel like this is the most convicting one, even for myself, is sometimes I allow the kids to distract me, their needs, their wants, whatever they're doing when you're trying to talk to me. Or unfortunately, these, I mean, I'm not all against phones. We've talked about phones, but sometimes the phone, the perceived needs flashing on the text screen or even just the zone out factor of looking into something else, you know, causes me to not really have a focus on what you're saying. And that's a a huge bummer. (laughs) It's, it's like, doesn't show a lot of respect to your, the person talking to you. And you probably could have understood what they were saying, but you were lazy, Mm -hmm. distracted. Your mind was on something else Mm -hmm. and you weren't giving them your full attention. Yeah. And that's really frustrating, you know, when you're trying to talk to someone and they're not really paying attention to you. Yes. They're just like, you know, uh you know, maybe they're giving you some verbal affirmation along the way. But um, like 
it bothers me even if I know you are listening. Like if, <laughs> <laughs> like if you're doing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, uh, yes. Okay. Let's just be real for a second. So when you're like even doing the dishes. I know. So you can multitask and you yes. can listen and do the dishes at the same time. But I can it's fully like, listen. It's like hard for me to even talk. I know. I'm like, well. Uh, you know, like saying stuff between scrubs or whatever. And, um, right. And it's it, like, it's, I'm with you. I'm yeah. tracking. And I guess that's like, you know, when, when you need to have a conversation, if that's like, you know, the only time you're able to talk, then, then do it. But it's better if you can like hurry up and finish the dishes faster yeah. so that we can get to. <laughs> hey, why don't <laughs> you come kidding. join me? <laughs> it's It's better if you can like you know, finish the thing that you're doing right? and then look at each other face to face and have a, if, if you're really trying to have a quality conversation yeah. um, and you, you need full attention both ways, then you got to set down the phone and turn it off. You yes. got to finish the dishes, you know, right. tag team, help each other, get it done real quick, whatever. And then, you know, look at each other eye to eye, face to face and yeah. show each other that you're listening with your full body and all of your attention. Yeah. And I mean, there are plenty of possible distractions out there and we want to make sure that we're communicating that we love our spouse, even if we've been married a you know a year, 15 years, 30 years, whatever, that we are giving them our full attention because we care enough about what they have to say mm-hmm. to hear it, to nod our head along. I mean, yeah. you know, even when it's like, I feel like there's a blank stare sometimes I'm like, whoa, where are you in your mind? Yeah. You know, it's like your mind is checked out or distracted by something. And maybe, maybe this is just poor timing on the conversation because you're distracted, but yeah. I want your mind engaged. I want your eyes engaged. I want your yep. body engaged. I want your words to be communicating. Oh yeah. Oh, what about this? I want you to ask questions and response. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, there's a lot of ways we can be distracted, but we need to make sure that we're not, we're not, yeah. we're giving our spouse our best. Yeah. And that's why we don't let kid interruptions mm. take precedent over the conversation that we're having. So if a kid walks up and demands, you know, a bowl of cereal right. in the middle of our discussion, it's like, hold on, stop, you know, stop. Yep. We're in the middle of a conversation. We'll address you when we're done. Yes. And that's a really helpful discipline that we've created. But you can do the same thing with a cell phone too. It's like, oh, I just got a text message. I'm going to read it right now, even though right. I was listening to you a minute ago. You know, I, I you just, you don't have to take that text. You don't have to accept that child interruption every single time. You don't have to check that football score. Hey, now. That coming on the screen or on the phone, the the stats that are in. But, (laughs) but if it's opening weekend, then maybe it's okay. Okay, so (laughs) along the lines of that, that makes me think about our dates. Okay. When we go out on dates and football season and we, you know, purposely seat ourselves in ways, I feel like that's a way disciplined thing you yeah, do. Just Stay basically away from the away, TV for you yeah, if the football the game's on. You know, I mean, there's just stuff like that that you learn along the way to show you're more important than the game that's flashing on the screen. Yeah, you know, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and and just another nuance of this discussion here of you know not paying attention. It could just be that you're bringing up something at a bad time. Yeah. So you're trying to have a conversation right. at a time when I can't really give you the full attention. Yes. Because I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which has happened. Or Which has happened. You know, or you know, there's a deadline at work and I've literally yes. have 5 yeah. minutes like I I cannot talk right now. Yes. So there have been numerous times where I'm about to launch into 
a large discussion or small. And I tried to sense what, what you're doing, what you're at, where you're at. You know, you just walked in the door or you've got something you have to do right away. Or even the kids, you know, they haven't seen you and they're demanding your attention and you want to interact with them. And it's like for me to get into hey, this this major issue or this problem mm-hmm. or whatever. It's Not just the right unwise. Time. Yeah. Um, it's also unwise if I'm, you know, upset about it or something. Maybe I need mm-hmm. to cool off. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of ways it can just be bad timing. It, uh, definitely bad timing if we're in bed. Yeah. Definitely yeah. bad timing if the lights yeah. are out. T minus 60 seconds right. until I'm, I'm and, gone. Yeah, I'll, and for me, you don't ask me a question before the finished cup of coffee yeah. in the morning. Well, I learned so, that one. I you know what I mean? One. I can't really think through it. So, yeah, a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ways a bad time can come into That's it. right. Well, there's more uh, we, we could address, but perhaps even just that visual, you can think through that and have a conversation with your spouse about the, kind of the back and forth of communication and making sure that you've got that open two-way street mm-hmm. and you're both hearing and being heard in the conversation. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, thanks for listening, and we will chat with you later. All right. See ya. See ya.